information right now. So when when these books are being leaked or being discovered, and 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 people are saying, oh, these are conspiracy theories, but this shit is proven. Like there's no way that somebody writes something in 1981 and then it comes to life in in 2020. Yeah, like it, it just doesn't make sense. And it has to end yeah. because, or it has to be contained because Walmart, Amazon, everybody gets their shit from China. So yeah. if China can't produce all these goods that we consume, oh, then the only other country is India. And India doesn't have the infrastructure with the roads and, and everything else, so they can't do it. So... My mom said that today she went to Costco. She can only buy two waters. There's certain things that you like. They're going to start trying to cap, so you can only buy five things of bleach or try. Yeah, so you know that may happen. Shit may spike up because they need to uh, increase the um, the the economy. But at the end of the day, this is an election year. It's a bunch of fuck shit going on. So it is what it is. And right there, we'll stop and just introduce everyone. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I press the record button on that, man. That was some yeah. good information, man. I ain't want everybody to miss out. Napoleon? Twan? This is my homeboy's podcast. I'm with my homeboy, Napoleon. And I'm with my homeboy, Twan. And we got uh, my homeboy, Andrew, in the house. How you feeling today, Drew? Doing pretty good. What up? What up? What up, man? We got uh, two of my homies. You know what I'm saying? Whoop, whoop. One's from Cali, so I got to say, I got my homie. My, my what up, homie? Got my homie here, man. My homie. What up, homie? How you feel being homie? Straight out the bay, homie. Got my homeboy. Oh, I, I ain't even asked how you want us to introduce you, man. Uh shit. I don't know. I got, I got a couple of names. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. First and foremost, uh, my name is Albert Wright. I go by A. Wright. Uh, Mr. Don't Stop. Um, young Yoda the God, uh, Albi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. You know, you know, you know what I mean? At <laughs> M I S T A H underscore don't stop. Mr. Underscore don't stop is my IG handle. Holler at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, homie. And now we got to go straight to Brooklyn, son. You know what I'm saying? New York in the house. How you feeling, fam? Yo, got my homeboy CJ. Hi, my name is Cornelius Best. <laughs> born in Brooklyn, New York. Nah, nah, what's up, fam? This is CJ Best. Born in Brooklyn, raised in uh, Carolina, moved down to Florida, and been in Atlanta for the last 15 years. So, been everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, I, it was like all over I-95. And <laughs> through Atlanta. You left, came back, yeah, left, came about back. about a year, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, 15 years strong down here in Atlanta. So, you know what we do, baby. Yeah, I'm saying. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we were just talking about the coronavirus, man. Um, Napoleon, what's your thoughts on that? Man, I think it's crazy out here. I was definitely listening to Mr. Don't Stop. Uh, I got a conspiracy theory I haven't heard nowhere. I think it's a kind of chemical warfare for the U.S. on China. Since China becoming this major superpower, they've had more billionaires made or more millionaires made in the last, like, 10 or 5 years. So I think that's kind of like a thing about it. And uh, don't forget you know. also that they've been buying up all the Caribbean islands. They're trying to create that super highway, and they've been buying up all of um, Africa. Africa. Yo, oh, yo, and man. China on what? the low owes, or excuse me, owns a lot of uh, US America. Debt. Yeah, a lot of U.S. debt. People don't <laughs> talk about how how China has really colonized Africa and how much they have colonized, how much they've oh, no. gone there yeah. and, and, and just are taking over in business. They've done the same thing to a lot of the islands. Along with Caribbean. Spanish, make sure your kids know some form of Mandarin. Spanish? I mean, Mandarin? Yeah. Mandarin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> business, bro. Yeah. yeah. 
I ain't mad at it. Yeah. I, I took I took Japanese in high school, middle school. Say something. Uh, <laughs> Ni hao. I will call you Bakabusu up in this house, man. Oh. Yeah, translate that. Yeah, Bakabusu means uh, ugly face idiot. You know what I'm saying? Oh. No disrespect. No, that's, that's, yeah. that's absolutely true. <laughs> I, 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 I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Japanese was the you know the business capital for a while, but yeah, yeah definitely Chinese definitely taking over. Yeah, they caught them slipping. Yeah. Uh, after that, got of Columbus, you know, they, uh, they did majority of their business for decades in Japan. Did they? Yes, yes. Like that's why a lot of Americans didn't know what Aflac was until I think maybe like 2010. Maybe they started doing a big American push. Now you got the Aflac duck everywhere. Because yeah, the duck just popped up out it of just nowhere. Popped, and Aflac been yeah. in business since when? The 50s, forever. It's kind of like the little general. Yeah. Like if you didn't have cable, you knew like you go you gonna see the uh, little general commercials. Now they gave Shaq. Oh, now they gave Shaq. You know that bag and. He all over the place with it. I mean, Shaq getting major bags. Papa John's, the general. I was a was little a, upset about the Papa John's. I, I felt like he did it for, uh, they they needed it, they and needed he, he it. took it. But he's the safest athlete to um, right. use uh, to, to have endorse a product. Yeah, because it was right around the time with the, that, right the actual Papa John was yeah. going through his. Uh, yeah, Papa John's lost that NBA, but, I mean, that NFL bag, and they took over the NBA bag. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did. I didn't yeah, know that. people don't. It's the official piece of the NBA. See, that's that. Oh. Hey, crazy. Let me, you know, shout out to Ron Artest. Hennessy is the official drink of the NBA right now. Well, let's 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 say something real quick about Hennessy that a lot of people don't know. Asians are the highest consumers of Hennessy. They are. They really are. Oh. That's all they drink. Growing yeah. up in the Bay Area, like that's that's they drink. But you know, they're very they keep everything within their circle. So because they, they want to be black. <laughs> oh, 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 man. No, no, no. That's it. That's it. I, I, I was going to draw the parallel. But hold on. Oh, you got it. It's that side. What, what was no, that? no, you're loud. I was going to turn you down. Oh, damn. I need to shut up. Nah, I'm fucking with you. But no, nah, I was going to draw the parallel between Asian people and black people and how it's. They, they We never draw that parallel of black people and Asian people are very, very similar. Well, you know, the first Buddha, the actual Buddha was a black man. And the first ninja, which they're about to do a movie about, was a black, black samurai, man. Black yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, and there's go. actually nice. melanated people that are in China and everywhere else. See, what they did, the trick was to break everybody up to say, okay, I'm this, I'm that, and I'm this. When if you look at the... Number or or the population of melanated people throughout the the, the, the globe. world, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then well. um we outnumber everybody. So, and this is another one. Um, and he knows I'm passionate about this. To say that we're from that we're African is is false, because ninety five percent of the people that were either indentured servants or slaves were actually from here, the southeast. So from Louisiana on up to the Carolinas. Um, there were actually more pyramids in Mississippi. There was an actual uh, 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 city that was bigger than London that was nothing but pyramids. There was a bunch of pyramids here in Atlanta. North of Kennesaw, there was one. It was, it was a mound that they knocked down. Um, in the Carolinas, they got this thing called the Black Rock, which the Blackfoot Indians have. That you know They did a lot of uh, sculptures and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so to say that we're from Africa, that's the only way that we got here, is false. We've had many discussions about this. Yeah. We, I, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> this believe. Goes back years. Yeah, I don't believe in DNA testing. I, I I really focus on genealogy. Like I hired a geneal- genealogist that I found on IG. Uh, shout out Jessica Dianzi and 
Come to find out, her great-grandmother was my great-grandmother's sister. And so she confirmed, like, I had a quote, because, you know, back in the day, people would say, I've got this Indian in me, or I've got this. And actually, and there's a lot of people that are coming to knowledge because they're doing their genealogy, like, they're finding the actual paperwork. And if your ancestors' um, uh, classification was changed from colored, black, African-American, whatever, most likely your family suffered paper, geni- uh, paper genocide. Uh, so yeah, so so here, here's here's where we here's where, uh, where we kind of disagree. So while I do believe there were people of African diaspora here before the slave trade because I do believe we did have people here before that. Where's the ship records? Okay, we'll get to let's not, yeah, let's not they, let's, could, they could easily destroy stuff like that though. No, they could easily destroy your paperwork and that's why 500 Oh, uh, you could do genealogy both. um um genealogy prices are going to go up 500%. Because the government is oh, yeah. doing it because people are starting to wake up. So, so are you insinuating that there was no slave trade? Slave trade between the Gulf or between the Ivory Coast and Brazil. Yes. Slave trade, bringing people from. And I have a homie. Whoa, hold up, hold up. So, so the whole Gold Coast, like how big you think slavery was then? I think, no, slavery was a big thing. But you can't bring somebody from West Africa, bring them over to America and they know the crops, and they know how to they tend the uh, the soil and everything else. Right. The reason that the reason that people were I never enslaved, thought about that. That's the, that's pe- a good the reason thought. that people were enslaved was because they knew how to tend the oil. And being a slave was really just being an employee. We were conned Ooh. to think that to think that we were um, doing business with with the uh, with the good. with the white people when they came over. Uh, two, two, two things yeah. I'd say. I thought from what I learned from uh-huh. history. That what pushed the slave trade was more the fact that they had the Indians enslaved first, who are already indigenous to the land, who would obviously know about the crops that they're growing. So, but a lot of the diseases was killing them off. So they went to paper find genocide them is what killed 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 our classification off, because okay. because um, we getting see. deep now, bro. Yeah, Come on, super deep. where you okay? Wait, wait, wait. So you said uh, the slave trade. Um, Native 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 American. So there's a difference. That's where I wanted to go. There's a difference between the Native American that we see, um, the Navajo Indians and stuff like that. I'll just say the Native people of this land who was here before the white people came. We are Aboriginals of this land. So it's just like in Australia with the Aborigines who are blonde haired, blue eyed, right? And they've been pushed off by the by the British colonizers and everything. It's the same thing. If you look, we can. I I can. I can pull up on Instagram right now a bunch of pictures of. of of native or of Aboriginal Americans, Blackfoot, Creek, whatever. Goody Mob, talk, come on, y'all Georgia boys. Goody Mob talked about this, um, in 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 Soul Food, and um, we look like them. We don't look like anybody from um, African Africa. descent. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that we're not one. Well. We don't. We don't. You don't look. I want you. Have you ever found a tribe that you look like? No. No. Fully. Okay. So then, so then you say, so then you say, all right. So okay, that doesn't that doesn't align. And um, I have a homie who's from Liberia. His mom snuck him on a plane to get over here. Shout out to Liberia. I got a homegirl from Liberia. Right. So he told me. Well, when I found out, I was like, yo, they actually ship people from America to Liberia. He was oh, like, yeah. yeah, y'all don't know who you are. We've been taught this. We're the closest of your cousins because. The, the the slaves that were in America 
they were trying to, after, ah, it's in the 1700s, they shipped a bunch of people off. Uh, and I'm sorry, I didn't come from, I, I didn't know we were going to talk about this, so this is off the top of no, the No, it's cool. You're giving but us they, Googleable but, terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. We got to research. Yeah. So the thing is, you have to unlearn what you've been taught to learn, like, the truth, because we've been taught a lot of lies. I think I think where where a lot of the, and this is going to oh, yeah I want into, CJ to go back into our, into our HBCU discussion. Oh. I think a lot of what we learned growing up it was bullshit. Well, it was yes, it lies. definitely was. But it was it was put there for us, like you said. I think it was put there to, for us to perpetuate a system. I do believe yes. that we had African presence in this country, in Brazil, in Mexico, and all of the major countries that. Oh, sorry, all the major countries. <clears throat> That we that we know today as world powers, I believe there was an African presence before the slave trade. I think so, I, I, no, but listen, listen. Where I agree with you, where I agree with you, is to say that African, like we were brought over here by the slave trade. I don't believe that at all. I believe that we had we were powerful way well before the slave trade. I think the slave trade was the avenue that brought the majority of African Americans we see in the country today and where we are now. now but you now, do real quick. Now I was you know not the I was taught that the Moors were the navigators from Africa. And they did travel the entire world. Just like when Christopher Columbus went to go find spices, his navigator on the boat was a Moor. What language did he speak? I, I didn't ask He actually. spoke Hebrew. That's the only way that they came over here. Oh. Because we are the chosen people. The Jewish people know I agree with who that. we are. Now, if you, if, you, if you Google about the Grand Canyon and why we can't look in that motherfucker, it's because there's hieroglyphics and everything else in there. And they've hid it so that... A lot, like I like I was saying, a lot of the uh, monuments and everything are actually they've been destroyed or they've they've knocked them down a little bit, but they're still present. They're they're still there. There's still proof about all of this. And as things are starting to come out more and more, people are starting to see. Oh my goodness, this is right. Master P. Anybody from New Orleans, they always talk about their tribe. They always talk yeah. like Master P. He did a video. And he was he was dressed in the garb and everything. He was like, "No, these are my people. This is I'm I'm native. I'm Aboriginal to here. And a lot of the fossils that they found here are um, older than what they found in Africa, in Illinois. At the bottom southeast corner is called Little Egypt. Anywhere in the Bible, when it talks about these certain different mountains or or rivers, you're not going to really find in Africa right now." The mountains that Moses um, talked to God, the burning bush and all that stuff, that's actually in Utah. In, in Hebrew, when that's you break what Mormons it down. Mount Sinai's in Utah? Yes, it is. That's what they talk about. And when you break it down, when you break it down in Hebrew, it's actually Judah. Utah is Judah when you break it, when you when you translate everything. All you gotta do is Google it, bro. And like we were talking about the 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 worm the the rabbit hole that YouTube is. That's how I found this thing. That's what I've a lot got of the Mo links. That's what a lot of Mormons say. That a lot of the stories. Why is it stuff, that Mormons control the genealogy? No, no, that's fine. That's no, funny, no, no. I'm just, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm I spoke, just. I spoke to a Mormon person about that. And what you said about the burning bush and the Utah stuff. I heard him from him. It's bruh. Yeah. The the Salt Lake City and all that stuff. It was so the Mississippi was actually we all know it was it was it was wider than what it was. It broke up the country a little bit. Da 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 da. The reason that there, it was called the Red Sea is because there's certain algae that came up and it turned the water red. That Red Sea is actually on the Gulf Coast of Mexico. Like these, there's there's actual proof about all of this. Mm. So if you're gonna if you want to fool a certain people, right. and and you want to 
control a narrative, you're going to do everything that you can. Why is it that there's only three pyramids in Egypt, and that's supposed to be where everything was and right. and, and, pyramids and the pyramids across and the whole stuff. globe? But then when you start to research and you start to find all these artifacts and everything, it's it's here. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely got to do my googles and think about that. But so, uh, so going on your the way you're you're speaking, then what what percentage of um percentage of uh black people would you say came from Africa through the slave trade in this hemisphere from the Americas, the Caribbean, and then South America? So, yeah, because they tell us all. So, a hundred percent of uh. Black people came from the slave trade. Well, I I thoroughly disagree with that. A hundred percent, especially back then, doing uh that traveling, uh with just even technology, bringing right. boats and all that good right. stuff. They might have did some. And remember uh, the Pangea, the what is it, the Pan Pan Pangea, oh. Pangea. Pangea. Oh, yeah, so yeah. things were closer. Absolutely right. Right. So yeah. like that's why that's why you see similarities in in culture between like you go to Brazil and if you go to to the west coast of Africa, a lot of the foods, a lot of the cultures. Is, is right. right but you could say that that's from descendants of slave. That like some traditions stayed mm-hmm. the same. They Not they that. got that's from travel. That's from travel. The Moors used to spend a lot of time. In the Moors. Yeah, so the our Moors. real flag is really the Moroccan. This is really Moroccan territory. There was a there was a um. There was a video on on that went viral, and it was this older black dude that was in P- Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and he got pulled over, and it was like fifteen squad cars. And when we get, there, I'm, I'm gonna show you guys. And they couldn't touch him. He had his flag. He had the Moroccan flag, and he had his paperwork. And he said, "This this decree right here, y'all motherfuckers can't touch me." He said, "Get the white shirt. Get the pl- chief of police." Came through. He said, fuck y'all. Like, you can't touch me. Da, 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 da. Not a nan person touched this man. Everybody <laughs> is recording. He's like, know who you are, people. Know who you are. They can't, if you know who you are, you cannot be touched by these people. You talking Mr. Turner? No, no. Hey, all I'm, I'm saying, uh, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, this dude was cussing everybody out. They couldn't give him a ticket. He, they, they couldn't touch him, and he drove off. What black man do you know would be able to do that? And then you got to go to the term about being black versus being white. Because some of our ancestors weren't all enslaved, so they were uh, uh, labeled white. Because black just meant that you were a slave, that you weren't, you weren't anything. That's why black people don't have any power, and, and the UN and everybody else doesn't do anything with all this police injustice. Unless you are from a different country, and then they got to do some apologizing, like homie um, in Texas, the uh, the uh, the the white girl that he was messing with killed him in his uh, apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, what was yeah, that yeah, Dallas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene. Yeah. Now, now I don't agree Amber with Geiger. I I, I don't agree with um, how his family went about it. But uh, they but, leave that but, the, to them, but the Bahamas, you know what I'm saying? Like they had it would have been a real issue if and and they would have owed the Bahamas a lot of money and everything. If if this were to happen, but yeah, so well, well, <laughs> we can talk about the Botham Jean situation because I think I think we can go down a rabbit trail there. We started. So by the way, I was expecting this HBCU HBCU conversation. This rabbit trail started much sooner. <laughs> <laughs> way much sooner. Way sooner. I'm here for it. Ten minutes in, and like I'm here for it. We good. We good. We good. Shout so, out to this uh this alcohol that's not endorsing <laughs> us, so I'm not going to label it. Yeah, it's but brown you know, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. since we're doing endorsements, we got to shout out 121 Dreams, 121 Dreamers on Instagram, and Dianis for providing this. Dianis, 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 sweet treat. I practiced that name four times too. Man, I can't read. 
tripping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but these treats are uh, uh, are delicious and nutritious. Mm. Shout out to her. I don't know about nutritious, but they good as hell. I mean, very you, tasty. You very need tasty. a little bit of sugar in your. Uh, you need. Nah, nah. You can have all the sugar, Twan. You need a little. Yeah. Speaking about sugar in tanks, let's go back. Are we going to the HBCU conversation from the sugar? Transition now from that. No. Wait, wait. Correct, correct, correct. There's nothing wrong with indulging. In a little bit of desserts, okay. By Diani's treats all throughout the A, all throughout the A. Hey, so just call up, hit up on Instagram, and, and make sure you remember one twenty one dreams. D Y A at D Y A N I N I S underscore underscore. There we go. Diani's treats. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have Albert doing all of our sponsors. Yo, my dog Albert, I said, yo, he is he is Diddy. Like he is a Morehouse version of Diddy, bro. Like, he always promoting. If you need something promoted, yo, holla at my man Albert, bro. He's gonna make people. sure. We gotta do more of that. We gotta do more yeah, of that. Group economics. That's a whole nother. Black home. Yeah. Black oh yeah, most definitely black. Yo, 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 and another thing, every day is black history. That's all. Every day, man. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, speaking of black history. There we go. That's a, that's a smoother transition. Yeah. So today is March 8th. It's Women's, uh, International Women's Day. Yeah, shout out to uh, all the ladies out there. One we of, ain't none one, without the ladies. One we of my favorite ladies. women in this world uh, went to Spelman College, which is across the street from uh, from our college, Morehouse. A beautiful college. Beautiful. Oh, man, I love Spelman, Spelman. has helped me out so much. Yes. In so many ways. In so <laughs> many ways. I don't know where I would be literally without Spelman. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the class of 08. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the reason why we brought these two brothers, Mr. Mr. Don't Stop and Mr. Best, brought these two brothers here. Uh, if you've listened to our last episode, uh, we, we, we went down a little tangent on uh, HBCUs. So, uh, Andrew, you got some questions for these two brothers, man? We, hold up. Uh, before Andrew goes in. Uh, or ask his questions. Ask. I got a shout out. Come off so, so aggressive. I got a shout out what? Alabama State University hey, uh, hey, hey, because bro. 121 Dreams is a product of that. Shout hey, out to Bama. Hey. Yeah. So or no, no, no. Shout not shout because you think about Bama, you think about that PWI. Yeah, yeah we shout talking about Alabama, Alabama State, State University. In, in the great city of uh, Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery. The great city of Montgomery. Mighty marching the gump. The mighty marching hornets. Nah, he's from uh, he's from Birmingham. Okay. Ricky's from Birmingham. Okay. But he went yeah. to Alabama State. He went to Alabama State. There you go. And Tuskegee. Oh, okay. I didn't know he went to Tuskegee. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. But before we start this conversation, I did want to find out the preconceptions of HBCUs and PWIs. Uh, I want to have a conversation with you guys to find out um, some of some of some of our takes on it, like whether one is seen as greater than, less than, some of the uh, connotations that go that go with a HBCU Well, that's kind of an unfair question because Morehouse College is the greatest college in the land. So, I mean, yeah, so we are going to This Morehouse that, man repping. Wait, 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 wait. This no, Morehouse no, no. Man this is repping. why, this is why, this is why. Any industry you want to get into, we got your back. Even, we got porno stars that went to Morehouse College. This is a fact. Lexus is still. So. Uh, still winning. <laughs> yo, so. Any, oh, wow. Yo, yo, yo. So, literally, literally. And I, and, and can, can we just, are we, are we going on? Yeah, Go yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, so, yeah. so I will say this. And I'm, I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with my story, okay? Um, I wouldn't know about it. I, so, I was raised, I'm originally from Gary, Indiana. Okay. So, but my father. Shout out to Michael Jackson. Yeah, there you go. But my, and Freddie Gibbs. Oh, um, I am pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, babyface gangster. And a, and a lot of people. Uh, um, but anyway, so, so 
my dad didn't want me going down the same route as our family. So he enlisted in the military, uh, where he was stationed with MC Hammer at Moffett Field in the Navy. Shout out, shout out to Papa Albert, man. That's my dude, bro. For real. That's my guy. <laughs> yo, I, I got a shout video of him that's, and Swan. That's my oh singing brother, baby. Yo, 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 yo. yo. <laughs> His next, settled, it's more settled crisper than mine. Next time, I'm getting there. Next time my pops comes to the, to the city, I got to invite y'all up. Like, he's he's wild. He makes me nervous, but he's a good time. <laughs> so, so, so I um my my introduction into HBCUs was a different world. Uh, okay, that's real. That's All right. Real. So, so then shout out. Are, is it gonna be me or is it gonna be you? And shout out to Doctor William H. Cosby. Long live uh. Doctor Cosby. Long live yes. Doctor Cosby. Yes. Nobody's perfect, but that's a whole nother conversation. It's a whole nother conversation. That. Um. Because I believe it was a learned behavior because he wouldn't have known anything about that if he wasn't kicking it with the people. That was doing it. Mm. Nobody talks mm. about the woman that says she met Cosby at the Playboy Club at 14. A little mm. bit. Why you at? What? So, all right. Anyway, we're not mm. doing that. Yeah, let's not go down that path. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. We're I already know we're going to get some yo, feedback yo, on yo, that. Yo, yo, I already yo. know we're going to get some so, feedback so on So, back that. to your background <laughs> and how you got led to. So, 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 okay. So, different world. And I always wanted that because I was always one of maybe five kids that looked like me in my in my classes, uh, uh, from all the way from kindergarten to high school. Um, after high school, I went to well in sixth grade. I went to this H this 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 Black History Month thing, and this dude that went to Hampton was an entrepreneur, and he w- he related it to Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like, I'm, I, that's, that's a passion of mine. Like, I, I want to be that. I want to take it to the next level. Russell Simmons was my dude, man. Like, I wore, I mean, you can look at photos. I wore a fat farm from oh, you already know. high school to college. <laughs> Supporting black farm. business. But it was a blessing because when I started at B103, my first week, I worked with Russell Simmons. Oh. And I was able to thank him. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So, so yeah. Before he left because of all of the... Allegations. Yeah. But the humbug. Whatever. The, yeah. the humbug. That's the, another conversation. That's a whole other conversation. So, 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 okay. So, fast forward. HBCU, brother. Come on. Yeah, yeah fast forward. <laughs> so, I experienced a PWI because I went to, I, I said, if I'm going to believe in something, I'm going to learn about it. So, I went to a Bible college straight out of high school. That, that wasn't for me. So, I came back. I went to a JUCO. And Julian Edelman, who plays for the Patriots, was my quarterback. We ended up winning um, state for junior college football and so forth at San Mateo. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Uh, but I transferred to Morehouse. I transferred to Morehouse not knowing what Morehouse was. It was either Morehouse or Howard because I like D.C. I, I love New York. I always wanted to be in New York. So it was like, okay, I could catch the train to New York or I can just be in Atlanta because ATL, the movie was popping. My godmother had moved from Chicago down to Atlanta so I was like, I can, I can do that. Shout out to Young Jeezy and uh, Gucci Man. So Icy was out there in yeah, that time. No. <laughs> but really, that but really, song was so hard. My, 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 my song Zay, sealed the deal for my me, bro. My inspiration, my inspiration for coming yeah. down here is because I wanted to find a Nunu. That was that was really, <laughs> yo, that was really what it was. I really wanted a Nunu. I was like, yo, if they got this, so so. But it was crazy. My 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 crew that I grew up with. Went one way, and it was like, all right, this is what we about to do. No lie, this is a true story. So the big homie was like, we about to do this full time. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'm down for whatever. When I was working at Jamba Juice, it's a smoothie place, kind of like Smoothie King. I think Jamba they got one Juice. or two. Yeah, we know Jamba. Yeah, my mom called me the next day. And I, got, and I for whatever reason, I took a picture with the dude, and I said, you know, yeah, I'm down for whatever. We're going we gonna to take this, and we're going to do it big. And um, 
I was working at Jamba Juice. My mom called me and she was like, you got accepted to Morehouse. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I don't know what's going on. Now I'm faced with this fork in the road. Do I stay home and I set up shop and do X, Y, Z? Or do I just jump out the window and go to Morehouse? And everybody was like, hey, blood, you're not going to make it down there. Like, them niggas is country. Like, you're not going to understand nothing they're saying. <laughs> oh, My mom moved man. down there. Like, this is what everybody was saying. I was like, yo, I'm out. Two weeks. Two weeks. So I go to Morehouse, red dickies on, hair pressed. Cause yo, look. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look. No, no, no. I need you to pause the story for the moment. When this brother said he had red dickies on and straight backs, he was not lying, bro. Uh. This was my, wait, wait. But what made it crazy is y'all feel like, like Cali, Cali thugs. They be like, you know, like they be like gluten-free Cali thugs. Like, you know what I'm saying? This brother had on, he had, he had red dickies glasses, but he had glasses on. I'm like, yo, my man got glasses on, but he was smart, but he was still a thug, though. Oh, man. So I wasn't, I, I, I hung around, like, I never, but, because that's California, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you grow up, and, and you're going you gonna to create your cliques or whatever, because that's just the culture. But um, I owe everything to Morehouse. My life would be so different. The same guy that I talked about saying that he was going to set up shop ended up, being that dude in several states, but he ended up getting shot 19 times. Oh, man. So, and then, and then another one of my little homies was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He, I saw him, um, he was doing a tour at the HBC, uh, at, at AUC or whatever, and I was able to catch him before he got on his bus to go home up to Gary, Indiana. But he was uh, walking out of a gas station after a high school basketball game at 16 and got shot in the head. So and then and then a lot of people are either in prison for life or or you know mentally in prison and not doing a lot. So um, in HBCU, more specifically Morehouse, Spellhouse, the AUC, really put me around a lot of people that I am forever grateful, and uh, I don't know where I would be without it. And a lot of people that went to an HBCU will say the same thing. Okay, I want to hear from uh, CJ about your HBCU experience and what what brought you around. Don't give us your full background story. I know you. <laughs> it was it was it was a March second, nineteen ninety Georgia. <laughs> I feel like I did that. My bad. No, no, no. Yours, <laughs> is, inter- yours is entertaining and, and enlightening. CJ, on the other hand, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. He's not calling me a good storyteller. So you know what? That's why I forget you, brother. All right. Anyway, nah. So, um. For me, right, and I want to, I want to more so talk dialogue through this because I want to ask, because I've been to both, right? I've been to PWI and HBCU. So, Andrew, I, I, before we get into my story, I want to ask you, uh, what do you feel like the benefits were with going to a PWI versus not going to an HBCU? Uh, the only reason why I went to the PWI, I got an academic scholarship. Question. Come on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Did you, did you, did, did you um, apply to any HBCUs? Not at all. Looking for a full ride. Not at all. You had a 3.8. 3.8. You wanted to do pharmacy. Right. So you would have been. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You would have received, if you would have applied, I guarantee, my my god sister, she went to Xavier. She's been at CVS, she's what, 32, I think, because she interned and she was able to roll those years over and everything. She's almost at retirement. Correct. So she, you know, what I'm saying, so you would have been able to go to a Xavier, like they said, a FAMU or or wherever. Oh, true, true. But before and they I went, before, you some money. right? But before I, I decided to go in on Campbell, 
I had gotten to the University of Arizona, who was ranked number seven at the time in pharmacy. Right. So that was why my main target. But Campbell, my pops told me to go there because when he first came up from the States and was going to university, came to the States, that's the school he went to. And Where's I just did it. My family's originally from Jamaica. Nice, nice. nice. So, so let me ask. Big you. up them. <laughs> <laughs> why, why didn't you apply to HBCU? Real, real talk. Why, why didn't oh, you yeah. apply? Two things, because I had already gotten to the University of Arizona, who was ranked number seven at the time, and I wanted to go to a school, timeout, that had a big basketball or football program. Okay. So that's the main reason. I ended up going to Campbell because they gave me the academic scholarship. And Which this, makes sense. And this, wait, wait, wait. This and, and, and you're throwing, yeah, they have a good pharmacy school. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Talking I'm, about I'm, I'm talking about the, the, the culture, football and basketball, because that was your focus. Oh, no, no, but I had to give that up because they gave me money and University of Arizona did it. But because you didn't seek an HBCU, uh, Xavier, true, Xavier, Xavier is minutes away from Tulane. It is an hour maybe from LSU. True, but but FAMU is across the street from Florida. Uh, Am I correct? And even oh, FAMU will play. No, like, let, 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 let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and highlight something yeah, because my dad went there when he first came to the states. That was a pretty life having experience cool. to share with my pops. Of course, yeah. of course. Which ABCU yeah. would have never even given me. Yeah, HBCU. But HBCU. you said, so, so, wait, repeat that last statement one more time. The HBCU wouldn't have given me that because my dad didn't go there, so we connected on the fact that I went to I the university so he could talk and speak on it. Okay. Yeah. I got a question. So uh, a lot of my friends um, who are first generation Africans or first generation from the islands, they've told me that their parents, when they were younger, told them not to really associate themselves with black Americans. Hmm. Is that something that your family maybe didn't uh, speak on, but maybe alluded to? Because nah, of the- my dad always told me to be my own man and make my own decisions. Okay. Hmm. First okay. and foremost. Okay. Don't follow no crowd. Don't follow nobody. Okay. That's good. That's good. Fair. No, most definitely. Yeah. So, so I'm going to just dive straight into my HBCU experience. Why, why I transferred? Go for it. <clears throat> so I believe, um, and we talked about this earlier. I think we may have been off air when we talked about this. I believe that U.S. our education system in the United States is very flawed in the sense that when I was in school, I was one of the few black kids in every single, and I mean, I'm talking from elementary, middle school, and high school. Okay. So, being one of the few black kids in, in that school, for me, it was always tough to identify with my culture, with who I am, right? right. So, I, so I did that. I experienced that all through elementary high school. They taught us what they taught us. Like Christopher Columbus was this Jesus-like figure. Right. How he, was, he discovered America, and if it wasn't for him, we all wouldn't be here, right? That's how they try to brainwash us, right? Transition into college, I went to a PWI. As I was there, the education was good, was decent. Let me say that. It was decent. But I felt like something was missing. I felt like I was getting to a point where I had a lot of questions, and I was like, mm-hmm. something is off. I, don't, I, I feel like I'm learning, but I'm not feeling empowered as a person. So that, that's what made me want to apply to Morehouse, because I was like, all right, MLK went here. You know, you got all these you know, famous alum that went to Morehouse. Let me go ahead and apply. So I applied. That was single-handedly the best decision I've ever made in my life. And here's why I say that. Going to the HBCU makes you unapolog- unapologetically black. One, because of how much diversity is within our community. You look Man. at you look at this table right here. There's diversity between the five of us at this table, right? Right. What they don't teach us in school is they try to put black people as a monolith growing up. Like all black people are this, all black people are that. And I don't like, I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not a monolith, right? <laughs> and I think going to an HBCU SAT. <laughs> so going to Morehouse allowed me to really experience that diversity. And I learned a lot, right? Because you learn a lot of the BS that you learned growing up 
and you're faced with it because I promise you, and, and these guys will tell you, you be in math class, and in math class, you get lectured on the politics in the U.S. and wh- how we fit into that. Or you get lectured on the slave trade in math. Like, that's the type of empowerment, and you didn't feel ashamed for being a black person on campus at all. Go ahead. Yeah, the one of the books I was telling y'all about, Stolen Legacy, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that was introduced to me at Morehouse in math class. And I mean, the book has, a you know, like a, I think they have a chapter two on the, on the Greek study in math in uh, Egypt and the Pythagorean theorem being started by Africa. But I mean, that was like, we learned about that in a math class when we was doing uh, what Reverend Norris called a transformation <laughs> operation. Reverend Norris. <laughs> Norris Yo, shout out to Reverend Norris. Bruh. Bruh. But, but, but here's another thing too. I want you to think about this. Reverend Norris. <laughs> so, so Andrew, this, this is no shout out you brother. Do you still keep in touch with anybody from Campbell? No, I haven't been back since Let I graduated. Let me tell you something. Okay. Let me wait, 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 wait. No, wait. I keep I keep track of one person. One person. One person. One person. This man right here, CJ. Year. I remember I had a flat. No, no, I got had got hit on Northside North Drive, Drive, where the Texaco is. Okay. All right. Right across the country. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Castleberry. Oh, and, we and, had some good time. Everybody got Castleberry <laughs> story. Yo, yo. <laughs> shout out to Castleberry for real, for real. And and like I said, shout out to uh, Spellman Class of 08. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was not to be rude, not to be related to one another, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was I was joking, I was, I was in this car. I was in the car with Spellman class of 08 and I was like, yo, what am I gonna do? Come to find out this dude pulls up in mm-hmm. this mountaineer and he's like, yo, you good? I'm like, nah, I'm not. <laughs> but we had only just seen each other in passing, but because right. You have that bond that in, right, you in, got a stronger eventually it's a brotherhood. HBCU, like I get it. Well, yeah, but it's like now we are kind of like we're br- like we're brothers. Like if he needs anything, he I he knows I he, um he can call me and vice right. first. If he ever his 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 son's first birthday, right, it's not a problem with us driving to wherever they are up ninety five to celebrate. And it's, it's real, yo, it, it, it's real. If Twan, if if Twan ever had anything going on in Columbus at home or whatever, like he knows he can hit the group text, and it's like it's it's, it's nothing. And this goes for classes beyond because a lot of the older brothers have took me on, and I can only speak for myself. No, really. Have took me under their wings and have like put me in front of a lot of people. That I would not have been privy to being in front of, or or um, uh, uh, opportunities that I probably no, I wouldn't have been in front of if it wasn't for not just even, Morehouse. Even deeper than that, you got married in Mexico. A lot of cats from Morehouse flew to Mexico. That that's real. No, no, no. I, I want y'all to look at this though. So I look at my circle, like for real, like not like associates, like my inner circle. Most of my inner circle are people that I met in Morehouse. Oh, okay. Or Spellman. A lot of y'all or Spellman. Tra- or Spellman. I'm sorry. And a lot yeah. of y'all transfers too, you know. Hey, you, well, yeah, yeah. Hey, shout yeah. out to the transfers. Shout out to the transfers. Yeah. I transferred. I transferred. Yeah. You know, you know, as OG, you know, saying freshman class Morehouse students. <laughs> but now I'm joking. So that's, that, that goes, but, but there's, a, there's a thing in California because there's so many people and there's so many different school systems right. out there. They encourage everybody to go to a junior college first prior to going to a college or university because it's actually more cost effective. Yeah, that's smart too. Yeah. yeah. So I took my I got I received my AA degree prior to transferring to Morehouse. So I'm I'm just saying yeah. that. 
Slight flex, I understand. It's cool. No. <laughs> so, so now, I want to give my, uh, I, I mean, I've I always represent Morehouse on this podcast, but I never gave my story. Uh, historically, I was born in Hampton, Virginia. I Historically? Am, historically. Oh! Okay. I was about to let go the, back. Let, the, let the book show. Let the book show. I changed my <laughs> sentence mid-sentence. But I was born in Hampton, Virginia. My parents divorced. My mom moved us to Columbus, Georgia. Um, all of my dad's side of the family was in Virginia. So I wanted to go back to Virginia for college. I, I told everyone growing up, I wanted to go to Hampton University. That was number three for me. I was born in Hampton. I wanted to go back to my dad's side of the family because, you know, part of a broken home, you always connect for what you don't see. Right. I wanted to go to Hampton, 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 Hampton. My sister wanted to go to Spelman from day one. I don't know how she found out about Spelman, but she wanted to go to Spelman. So when she graduated high school, uh, my mom would not allow, not allow her to leave the city of Columbus. So she went to the wow. Columbus State University right there, which worked out for me. Because my junior year, I moved out and moved in with my sister, you know. So, question. Does she ever look back and be like, damn, I wish I would have been able yes, to go? Yes, yes. Because even when she comes to homecomings and stuff with me, she's like. <sighs> have you been to a homecoming? No, I haven't. Wait a minute. Wait. Whoa, 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 all right, so so, so before we talk about wait, 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 because you talked about homecoming. It's my favorite holiday. I of gotta the finish year. my story. Oh, sorry, sorry. I love homecoming. <laughs> I gotta finish my story. I love it. The story that homecoming I was telling. I went to finish. So yeah. So my mom wouldn't let my sister go to Spelman. My sister, you know, moved out, got her own apartment. I moved in with my sister, so I can flex being a junior with her own apartment. So when it came for me to go to college, I was like, I'm going to Columbus State. At the time, I had three jobs. I was making decent money in high school. I, like, I can just go to college here and keep this going. My sister was like, no, no, you're going to Morehouse. Right. I was like, no, you want to. Shout out to big sister. She said, you're going to Morehouse. So, so you know, the Tuskegee Morehouse game mm -hmm. it was, until this year, it was always in Columbus. I went to the, I only went to the recruitment banquet to get my sister a free ticket to the game. I didn't even want to go to the game. I got there, heard a brother speak about Morehouse, and I was like, yo, my sister may be into something. She made me on to something. So, and that's why I applied to Morehouse. That's dope. That's and I dope. still was uh, skeptical. I was like, I don't know if I really want to go. And I literally based my decision on who spelled my name right on the uh, admission letter. Wow. Yeah. So mm -hmm. there's a thing that says that Mother Morehouse chooses you. You don't choose Morehouse. Okay. And from all of our three different point of views, it seems as though it was like, I'm going to go here. I don't know why, but it just feels right. That's right. No, oh, that's that's spot on, bro. All I knew was that Martin Luther King went. I didn't I didn't care that Martin, you know, Martin Luther King, all right, cool, whatever. But it was just like, I'm just trying to be in the A because it's popping right now, and they got lean with it, rock with it. Uh, like, that, was, that was it. Famo. That was it. You know, what's crazy, though? Y'all like, see the memes, like, I say HBCU freshman year versus HBCU senior. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody at this table, the three of us, swag changed. Like yo, my bro, freshman bro, year, bro, I was bro. I was tall tees. <laughs> I had either I didn't even I didn't I like I had chicks who could break, but it was charging. I didn't want to spend money, so I had ponytail. You know, I'm <laughs> mad that I, I found somebody at Clark to break my hair, but when I got went home, my mom was like, "She pulling your hair out, you got to shave it off." That's the beginning of me being 
I do got a question for y'all. I do got a question for y'all. With y'all going to HBCUs and you being around so many black people, and you know, you got black teachers, you got black peers, you got not every, teachers no, black. well, not 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 necessarily all black. I'm just saying, like right. you're it's, you're the assumed to be a majority. Have a, yeah, you have a. You go you go from minority to majority, like yeah, yeah, easily. Absolutely. So with that being said. Going into the corporate spaces that you go move into, do you feel that it's a cultural shock or that there is uh that it cripples some people that's being great, in a HBC? That, that is a that is a phenomenal question. Okay, as somebody who's who's yeah, that who, is Andrew's question. The, uh, Napoleon. Took no, no, that, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. It was, it was uh, shout out to Andrew. It was a question. question I had anyway. So, uh, so. Does, it, does it cripple you? Yeah, do you feel, do you, does it not necessarily does gotta, it cripple you? Nah, but because, with because, the culture. So, before so, you answer that, before you answer that, make sure you speak. Before you answer that, being in Atlanta cripples you from being in America. Oh, absolutely, right. absolutely. I when I was phrasing question, I wouldn't necessarily cripple, but since your since your professional uh, schooling was done predominantly by you're around predominantly black people. That's a good like question. You, I got you. How how is the social construct? How is it impacting you? Work working in majority. Because, what? And the reason why I'll give you an example. When I when I went to BASF, I was probably about twenty seven. This is why I was still up in Raleigh. And I went from working with majority core workers who were about my age to a pair of group that now that's gonna be in their fifties, fifty five, right. going into sixty. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely something different. I'd have to like navigate yeah. just mm-hmm. by age. So yeah. that's why I was wondering. Yeah, no, so okay, here's the thing. The the thing about our school is with with the different this is what I love about our school. I, I'm a, I'm gonna always talk about it. Because Morehouse prepares you to work in those spaces, being the minority in those spaces. Mm, hey, so. me hey tell me that. it tells you that you have to be, A, the best at your craft no matter what you do, right? Biology, political science, business, math, whatever you're doing, you have to be the best. So you had to defend where you were. Perfect example. I, one of the best classes that prepared me, and Antoine can attest to this, policy. business policy. Yo. Business Low, policy. Hey. Dr. Mormon. Rest, rest, in, rest, in, rest peace, in peace, Dr. Mormon. Peace, Dr. Mormon. Woo. Listen, this, the man, this man was so hard on us, but it prepared us to go into the environment because now when, when we are in those meetings and those boardrooms, if you talk and you better say something. And it prepared you for life because yeah. no matter what light skin joke y'all said to me, Doctor <laughs> Dr. Mormon would shut you and sit you down during the presentation. Like I remember, I'll never forget we was doing uh, the case study that week was Coca Cola, and one of so the, it was a business policy course. Everybody in your group you need a management major, a finance major, accounting major, marketing, marketing major, mm-hmm. and you literally did uh, like a business proposal, a case study, every a case study every week on a different company. This, the finance guy got up there and said, Coca-Cola gave you like 110% return on your investment. And he was like, oh, so I should just drop all my money in Coca-Cola right now, huh? <laughs> I put a dollar and I get $110 tomorrow, huh? Sit down, y'all fell. Bruh. Oh, man. Like, you, Embarrassed him. Cats would cry in policy. So, so circle back to us having a brotherhood. If it wasn't for this man, <laughs> I don't know if I would have walked across that stage. Because he came, after he graduated, he came over to the library which you had to be on all P's and Q's, Y's and Z's to be to to walk to. And he sat down and he helped me because my group wasn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man, did you like, contribute to that? Huh? 
Did you contribute to that? To my group not being shit? Yeah. No, because I was the worker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. Albert, he hit me up. He was like, brother, he had that Will Smith. Please help. Give us free. Let me explain to y'all how, how hard business policy was. You took business policy your senior year. Your business major, you didn't, you, you're not taking that many classes your senior year. You took business policy your senior year. Cats changed their major because they could not pass policy. No, 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 no. Senior year? No. For real. No, Dr. Mormon was so gangster. He was so gangster. People's parents would have their tickets. They would be ready for graduation. Mm. And he would fail them. And there would be no bribery, no nope. matter what Ooh. your background was, no matter who your parents were. And that's another dope thing. Because it was like, yo, um, we cool. We vibe. I don't know your background. I don't know your back. I don't know who your parents are or your family yeah. is, but we just cool. And it's just a connection. Come to find out one of my closest homies, his, and, and, and I grew up a Chicago bears fan. His uncle was sweetness. Mm. His, his father played for the, that's another thing, his, bro. His father played for the Vikings. Yo, cats that come through Morehouse. So remember we was there. One more thing about policy. Uh, then I'll talk about that. There was a, the number one selling shirt. Was I survived policy t shirt? Y'all yeah, remember that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the policy was that hard. But number two was my, like I did photography at Morehouse. So I told them last week yes. I met Lonnie Johnson. I met Arthur Blanks. Uh, Alfie from my brother and me went to Morehouse when we was there. Yes. He plays Alpha. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a lot of people. It's, it's just so many. Uh, JD, JD Washington. JD Washington was the one back. Went to Morehouse. He graduated in 2006. Shout, Shout out to the football team. I played football. Oh, okay. I played football for one year and I realized that the football team wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't going to the league, so I was like, yeah. Yo, y'all see school days? They see school days? Y'all see school days? Where the coach is like, do y'all want me to lose my job? <laughs> <laughs> like the devil. That's On the flip side, my best friend and the godfather of my daughter, he um he stayed in football. He could have went to the league if his mother probably was like 5'5", five, 5'7". Five, five, because his, dad, his, dad, yeah, his, short, his dad played for Ohio State, and his, and his dad's, ironically, his dad, his uncle played for Michigan. So, and his dad's got the, the size and everything. But he ended up oh, that had to being... Be some good uh, battles, girl. Yeah, oh, no, it's oh. a good family. It's a good family battle. But yeah. he ended up um, 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 being the D2 uh, Defensive Player of the Year, and then he went overseas and played. And he did some coaching and stuff like that, but he and then he got like mad degrees. He doesn't do anything with those degrees. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got, I got, I got masters in forks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got like masters in like how to uh, set a table. Nah, 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 <laughs> you said your boy Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. I, mean, you know, I didn't say Ohio State. You did. I did. You oh, did. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. No, all right, all right. So, so, um, but, but, what in terms of the corporate space that it prepared you for the the corporate space that HBCUs like honestly because because of my experience growing up around being the minority it wasn't hard because I know how to build a because I moved around a lot I had right. to I had to build relationships fast. B, because of the fact that I had, for me, I'm like, okay, I'm, and Morehouse teaches you this too. Find common ground with somebody and then exploit it. Okay, let me, let me explain that. So, sports. So it's sports, but just in, in general in life, if you want to build a connection right. with somebody, find common ground with them and then just work that. Work Ooh, that angle. That and that's how you network. That's how you network. And Morehouse is very big on networking. It's very big on people skills. And honestly, that 
if I didn't go to Morehouse, I probably wouldn't be have been well prepared for the corporate environment versus if I stayed in my PWI. So, okay, go ahead. So I, have, right, so I, I was gonna, I was gonna chime in real quick to piggyback what my brother CJ <laughs> said. Um, one thing they taught us two poems. Uh, with one poem, uh, 60 Seconds by Benjamin Elijah Mays. Only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. So they taught us about elevator pitches. So when I went to, I did a presentation at, uh, what's the one in Boston? North Northeastern? Northeastern. Northeastern. I did a presentation in Northeastern. I'm in a room with seniors, business people. Um, we all graduated the same year. And I was like, yeah, the elevator pitch, this, that, 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 that. We read the poems by Benjamin Elijah Mays. People who had PWIs, I'm talking about Tufts, Rutgers, a sample size of collegiate in the U.S. at that time, they're like, yeah, I've never heard of an elevator pitch. I've never, what? So if I get in, a, if I get in an elevator with a CEO, I thought I was just supposed to, no, you're supposed to talk to him. You're supposed to, you have a biggest idea, you got the CEO right there. Morehouse prepared you to be like, look, this is what I got. This is what I am. This is what I'm trying to do. You're getting me there. Okay, I, w- I want to go back to uh, coming back into the global world or, you know, the white world, whatever you want to call it. Have you ever or experienced a person in charge, a senior leader, a supervisor, a manager, a site manager, whatever it might be, that finds out that you went to Morehouse or to a HBCU, and they they kind of like frown up at you, like, "Oh, you went to Morehouse," or no, they, "Oh, they, went, oh, you went to." This, I will say or, this. I will say this. <clears throat> corporate America, and we're just solely speaking on corporate America. The majority of the leaders, a high majority of the leaders in corporate America, all are from HBCUs. When corporate America needs to fulfill their quota on hiring, uh, I wouldn't say all like from HBC. Oh, I said, high, I said high a high up. majority. High I majority. haven't had a black manager since I've been working. What what, what field are you in? Chemistry. Uh, chemistry. Well, I work. I'm in chemistry. Okay, so so We're corporate America. Are you saying a majority of the African American? A majority of the leaders, the 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 black leaders. That are in corporate America. No, I'm not talking about black leaders. I'm just talking about all leaders. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm saying. Know. I'm saying. The majority of black leaders in corporate America have HBCU backgrounds. But to, to answer your question, because you asked, it's, if, a, it's a fact. Google. But if well, you, to names. answer your question around, <laughs> ha, have they frowned upon it? I, I've encountered a few managers and higher ups who didn't know what Morehouse was. Okay, yeah, I've I, encountered that. Oh, let them. Go, I, I would say not just HBCUs. If you went to a smaller university and it's not a big name brand, I think you'd come across that. I don't think that would be exclusive to HBCUs. Yeah, it, I don't it, think it, it's exclusive. I think it's just the brand name and college. What, like everybody knows football schools. Some know basketball schools. And then they know the of well Ivy League, football, basketball. Then after that, everybody is kind of like, oh, it's regional. And then, you know, uh, but HBCUs I, are a thing to us, but they might not be a thing to us. Uh, the others but, so that's but, why I was saying like but what's mm-hmm. crazy is even when I talk to the African American leaders in corporate America who didn't go to the HBCU mm-hmm. when I say I went to Morehouse it's like oh you want oh you went to more like a lot of African Americans know in in a lot of the non-African American uh, leaders I know in corporate America they don't know it some some people will say well what is that and I'll tell them it's, it was an all-male HBCU in Atlanta Georgia and they're like some people are like oh and there's other people like, oh, I want to know more about that. Tell me, you know, so it's a mixed reaction. I don't, I've never gotten judgment more so because, because I'm a work ethic, you know, I'm right. like, you know, I've they received, still want me to get the job done. So I've received um, job opportunities because of the Morehouse background. I've only, I've only utilized my relationships. Anybody, I, 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 I my, my strength is my relationships. 
Mm-hmm. Maintaining maintaining Absolutely. my relationship. Your network and, is only as strong as yeah. your network. Yeah. And I actually, that, that was going to be my, because uh, I wanted to push back, because I didn't want it to just be like a complete one, oh, HBCUs are this or HBCUs are that or PWIs are this or PWIs are that. I wanted to kind of go both ways, but I do want to say that HBCUs also, if Coca-Cola, Amazon, uh, Clorox, any company you could think of, NBA, WNBA, MLS, name name a big company you could think of when they're trying to recruit black That's and brown people, they are going to HBCUs. They're yeah. not gonna they're not even gonna spend their time on a Rutgers or a Ivy League or anything like that. But you like think that. that got more to do with numbers? And that's where I was going to. Yeah. But on the flip side, class of 07, I think, they had a white man. No, 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 no. You're that, talking about the Val Victorian? That class of 08. That was our that class. Was class of, oh, okay. Class of 08. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had a white man that was Val Victorian. Uh, but he okay. was... he. I, how y'all let that happen? No. It wasn't, it wasn't like um, he tried to be something that he wasn't. He was who he was. Shout, shout out Josh Packwood, man. The brother was a, he was a really good brother. And shout, he's still, he's still, like he's on Wall Street. He's good still brother. doing, he's still Real doing good his guy, thing. man. Seriously. But I will say because of Josh being the valedictorian, CNN was on our campus like every day that week. Yeah. I ended up being on CNN talking about, like we talked about they race put him on. They put him on CNN? No, they put the school on, they came to our school and they did interviews talking about race well, and CNN politics. CNN is always race, going to do something on, religion, our, like on our, My on segment yard. on CNN was uh, race and religion. You know, we talked about religion and uh you know, they want, because as soon as they found out Josh was going to be valedictorian, all these racial do. conversations yeah. came on. So, like, you, imagine if so. you wanted to be on TV, you could, that was your week to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I think contrary to popular belief, I think him actually, that happening was better for the school because it showed the diversity within the school just in general. And, and when I say diversity amongst the black yeah. experience, and then, and then it, shed, it shed a light on our school. So a lot of people, so if you didn't know about Morehouse before that point, you knew, you right, knew about right, it at that point. And on the coverage. flip side, on the flip side, it's, it's funny because um, anytime there's any little hiccup that happens at Morehouse, they want to try to tear it down because why the media Loves to tear down the black man. Black institutions, so, yeah. Right. But it's not always that case. It could be like one to like five students who are doing some crazy shit. And they try to make it seem like, oh, Morehouse is just, they out there wilding. And that's never really the case. No, nah, I'm glad you asked, how do we let that happen? I actually, I can't find it, but I researched it. Um, it was a conspiracy. No, not even a conspiracy. It's just the fact that there's a lot of HBCUs where their population is majority white. The only one I could think of at the top of my head right now is West Virginia University, mm-hmm. uh, West Virginia State University. I'm sorry, uh, and they're and they're like seventy percent white. What? There's an HBCU in uh, there's HBCU in DC. They're like either thirty to fifty percent white. I can't remember. I I researched it. I had a list of uh, they, they ain't got like a quota to keep or something. No, I mean that's the thing with it's a state. You got to remember the, the still public HBCUs was yeah. was established to. To to educate people who weren't allowed in these white universities, I know you're finna go. So how level. do you feel about that so, that HBCU so being the prop- majority? Because it, the 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 the, it, the the key word and the key letter is H. Yeah, historically, historically, historically black. It's not all black, but you can also there we tie go. It in. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so you can also you can say okay, um, we're very forgiving people, mm. and we're very friendly people. We going. Yes. All right, so you can say um, the civil rights movement. 
Was it good or was it bad? Oh, let's not go. Let's not open yeah. no can of worms. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. No, no. So, so, so we're getting around an hour, and I want to give the before you hold okay. that thought. Okay. We're getting around it's an, hour. an hour. Yeah, it's been an hour. Yeah, it's so, quick, man. And I, I and I want to um, close this out with some final thoughts, but then we're gonna uh, stay for a bonus episode if you gentlemen don't mind. Okay, that's cool. So yeah, just pause and then you know. I'm out, you know what I'm saying? I'm my homeboy, Napoleon, and this is my homeboy, Twan. Or how do we do that? <laughs> Let's do final thoughts first. Yeah, final thoughts. Yeah, right. yeah, you we skipped in all over final yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. yeah final, final thoughts. thoughts. Final Let's start with, uh, start with Andrew. No, no, it was a good conversation. I ain't got really nothing. Oh uh, yeah, so we're not gonna start with Andrew. Andrew will do good. Uh, let's start with C. Well, let's start with CJ. <laughs> then we're gonna come back to Andrew. I love F- you, bro. Final thoughts. Plug. Uh, if you are in high school, young man in high school. And you're looking for a good college to go, don't care where you're listening to this from, please apply to Morehouse. Come visit, come, come attend homecoming, attend, attend something. I love homecoming. Um, we'll definitely talk about homecoming in a bonus episode. Oh, oh please, please. <laughs> it's my favorite holiday. Hey, hey, and even my if family you... knows <laughs> I abandon all. Bonus episode, Albert. Bonus episode. <laughs> bonus episode. Okay. Bonus episode. Right. So even if, Y'all if, come you, to homecoming. if you are in college, <laughs> yo, see, Diddy, yo, he's Diddy right now. Yo, he's plug, always plugging, yo. Right. So. Even if you are a freshman, sophomore in college right now, if you're looking to get out of your situation, apply to Morehouse if you are a young man. Um, and even, you know, shout out to, to to transgender. If you're a transgender man, like, if you want to apply to Morehouse, please apply to Morehouse. Okay. Uh, uh, Albert? <coughs> I don't, I don't know. I got We got bonus. We got bonus episode. Albert. We got bonus episode. Hey, I got bonus episode. Yo, look. We got bonus episode. Yo, Listen, before you go. One thing about Morehouse, it liberates our thinking. It liberates how we are. It, does. it, it does. liberates us. Yeah. We have if 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 we're gonna be equal, we got we got we got to put equal. Come on, come you're on. Not you're right, you're right, you're right. You're we're not a monolith. You're right. You're right. We're not a monolith. So so um my final thought. My final thought. I would say I would say this. Everybody's story. Um, explore all options. Yeah. Explore all options. Don't don't be focused on I want to do X Y Z because of A B C. Check out. Every opportunity, no, because you didn't check out every opportunity. You gotta check out every opportunity, but all those opportunities always change as soon as you keep going forward because your path is not always dead set. That's right. But you gotta take steps forward. True. So, so you but gotta get. You I gotta thought this was. I thought this was Albert's final thought. No, I was just saying that. I, uh, <laughs> I thought this. I thought this was. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, uh, just always look for uh, constant elevation. You know, don't stop. Like a like like the late great Nipsey also said, the marathon will always continue. You got to run that lap. Absolutely, Andrew. Do you have final thoughts now that we think about it? <laughs> no, I ain't got nothing really. Really? Like you was just talking. Now I'm, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Uh, oh, my, I'm gonna let Twan end this one out and go with my final thoughts. Okay. Uh, okay. Most definitely, PWIs versus HBCUs. I feel like higher education, in any sense of the frame, thought. It's something that you should do, something that you should pursue. Well, I don't care if you're a mechanic. You should go to trade school. I don't care if you're an electrician. Electricians most definitely make money. So look into that. But also, you know, look at an HBCU. If it's a place that you – if it's a world that you've never been around and you've always been, like, the 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 minority in your classroom, maybe this will help you, you know, become more of yourself. Or if you, you know – are used to that, then maybe you need to go to a PWI so you could see the, how the other side lives. But you know what you need for yourself. Sometimes you want to stay where you're stay where you're at, and sometimes you want to go to a different lane. But HBCUs do not offer any type of subpart anything. They also they actually offer more of a cultural exchange for you if you're a black and brown person because you get to see other people that you didn't think 
do stuff right. that you did or that y'all do. And then maybe that's something you'd be more open to participate when you see people like you doing it. I will say, I great for real. if you if you're looking for an out, um, and and this is just me because I'm in the industry, um, and you're trying to figure out a way to uh, elevate yourself or or get away from your certain uh, circumstance, look into obtaining a driver's license uh, for trucks. And and uh, and or in the warehouse industry because there's mm-hmm. a big shortage of truck drivers and you can become your own owner operator and you can put your boys on, um and and yeah learn how to transport fuel and other hazardous uh materials. Absolutely, oh, that's great. I mean the uh, truck driver industry, brother. There, you can make six figures easily, easily, especially if you own your own truck. On, on your own truck And then a, Another <laughs> I know we wrapping up <clears throat> But um In the warehousing industry There's nobody that looks like us Not too much Not no, too no, much. no 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 I'm telling you right now In Not the where That owns yeah. Oh True Okay So <laughs> So 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 I'm in the warehousing industry for uh, Perishable goods uh, Pharmaceuticals Frozen In Miami Several we have several warehouses. We are the only ones that look like us. The guy who has been a big brother to me and has put me in a phenomenal position is a Morehouse man. Again, Morehouse put me in front of a lot of people. So the decision makers that are in a city such as Miami, L.A., Philly, and other and so forth, I'm able to sit in front of and to talk because of Morehouse. So that's just food for thought. No, most definitely, most definitely. We always about getting to the money, getting to the quote unquote bag. Got to. You 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 quote unquote know the vibes. <laughs> Antoine, <laughs> uh, my, what, what's your final thought? And my final thought is just a general shout out to all HBCUs. Um, I, I I reached out to a couple of my other HBCU brothers in this area uh, in this area for this episode. Uh, but my Morehouse brothers, like like we've been preaching this last hour, they they came through for you, you know. Uh, so any HBCU, any college, I, I promote any higher education. Um, Alabama State. Oh, yeah. State. Alabama State, State University. Shout out to Alabama State. Shout out to Tuskegee. Shout out to Dreams. Howard, Hampton. Uh, Bam. Spelman Bam. College. Oh, Bam. Shout out Spelman, Spelman College. Clark. I love you so much. I want to shout out Spelman, Spelman. Class in State. Spelman Class 09. I love that. I love that. Howard. Uh, yeah. Did we say Howard? I Shout out to everybody from CSU and Columbus. Yo, shout State. out to CAU. Shout out to CAU. Shout out to the AUC. Colum- Columbus, yeah. not Clayton. Hey, man, shout out to Clayton, I, I, too. And, you, you know, know what? And uh, shout out to Morris Brown, man. My, mother, oh, yo, 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 my yeah, mama went to Morris yeah, Brown. Yeah, yeah. Mo B. Drumline came out right before, right when I got my yes. acceptance letter. Shout out Kennesaw State just because they kind of. Right, yo. Kennesaw State is on the up and up. So, let me tell you this, though. Wait, so are we doing? Are we doing the? <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. We're about to close we, we, it out. We, we I'm gonna say this last final thought because uh, he went. So he went to Columbus State. I, I did one semester at Columbus State during the summer. They got a Popeyes randomly. <laughs> I don't know if y'all cafeteria shut down or whatever. No, it didn't. It didn't. Y'all just no, randomly no, had, a just got a had a Popeye. They had a Popeye on campus. It was like, yeah, we're HBCU. And I was like, start the theme song right here. No, you're not. You know what I'm saying? No, you're not. We don't have these luxuries. Oh, man. Yo, yo, all we had was fried chicken. Yo, fried mother. 
Hey, bonus episode, man. And this this has been my homeboy's podcast. This is my homeboy, Napoleon. This is my homeboy, Swan. Mr. Don't Stop, Mr. Best. (laughs) I see you, Big Grounds. Hey, and we out.